Blue Wire. Hello, Fangirl Nation, and welcome to Fangirl Sports Network's Fangirl Playbook on Blue Wire. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, joined as always by my co-host, Stephanie McCarroll. Steph, lots to discuss today, really so much around the coronavirus and what is being done in the world of sports and beyond. But first, may I ask you, how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm glad that I am healthy and uh, taking precautions uh, with the with the news out there. It's a bit of a scary time for uh, people. I'm not sure whether or not to be like alerted too much, or you know, if it's you know good to have a healthy fear of this this virus. Well, I think it is good to have healthy fear, and as you said, you're taking precautions. We were talking before the pod. Uh, Steph is lysoling everything in sight, which <laughs> I think is really, really good. I am doing the same. You know, we were talking about obviously washing our hands all the time, but Steph, we were talking before, and I think it's worth bringing up, were people not washing their hands before? I don't know. I was shocked to hear that. Hey, make sure you wash your hands. You know, and I'm like, what, do they not wash their hands after they go to the bathroom? Like, that to me is like your basic, um, you know, health advisory. So I was shocked that people just don't do it. And so uh, I'm glad if for anything else, they now do it. It's uh, scary to think that people were not doing this before. I mean, I'm the person who brings like um, hand wipes, <laughs> sanitizing hand wipes on like a plane and wipes my hands a couple times on the plane. And then as soon as I get off the plane, goes and wash my hands. Like, so I, I, I mean, after I pump gas, I use you know, sanitizing hand wipes or sanitizer. And then as soon as I get home or anywhere I can, I wash my hands. So right. I didn't realize that this was a, a big thing, but if I'm glad people are washing their hands now. I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's good. It's a, it, you know, it's a, the number one way to like prevent any kind of illness. So obviously that's a, you know, washing your hands kills germs. It's not like a, you know, some major uh, breakthrough or anything. So it's a, I'm glad people are finally getting through on that one. Yes, the year is 2020, <laughs> and the human race has learned to wash their hands. Very exciting stuff. So, I mean, it's just it's like it's just shocking to me, but glad people are washing their hands. But coronavirus is very much affecting the world of sports. We're in a very busy time sports-wise. Lots of crowds gathering in arenas everywhere. We have March Madness just very, very soon, just a little bit over a week away is when it starts. Actually, yeah, like it's starting very soon. Uh, We have obviously NBA finishing up their season with the NBA playoffs coming up. Uh, Right now, baseball's in spring training. I mean, there's so much going on. The Olympics are this summer, and there's a lot of question as to what teams should do. So, a few things to discuss. I'm going to start by saying, so the Ivy League has canceled their men's and women's basketball tournaments. So they're the first ones to do it, their Ivy League conference tournaments. So that is a pretty major move. Yeah, totally. And you're hearing now, um, you know, the professional sports. Um, I know the Sharks released a statement because the city of Santa Clara um, County, or actually the county of Santa Clara, had a public health, you know, saying that they're not going to allow gatherings of a thousand or more. So of course, like the professional teams, like the San Jose Sharks um, said that they would comply with it. So there's a good chance. I mean, a a very good chance that this does affect the games and affects the um, major league sports. 
And so the, the Sharks are, are an interesting one. So there's no scheduled home game, I believe, until Tuesday, March 17th. And the thing with this coronavirus that's so crazy is that's a week from now, but so much can change between now and then. So they are they haven't decided what they're going to do. I believe they have three home games scheduled in the coming weeks or something along those lines. So I don't know what they're going to do. If, if they're going to adhere to the guidelines, it seems that the choice would be to either play without a crowd or play elsewhere. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, I think you had mentioned to me before they could potentially play in Oakland. Yeah, I mean, the Oakland can house a hockey game if they wanted to, the Oakland Arena. But, like, you know, it's it's interesting how it's going to happen because the Bay Area is such a condensed area. So I, I feel like if Santa Clara County is going to have a ban of that kind of nature, then I think it's going to be elsewhere. And then you kind of have to understand, like, you know, if the Sharks or the Barracuda don't even have a chance of making the playoffs, I mean, do these games even go forward? Or do they go without any people? It's just such a, yeah. like, unprecedented precedented like thing to see but you know you you have to take the precautions because this is something we haven't seen um at least not in the united states terribly often i don't know and i I mean i think what i think what's what's scary to people about it which is very understanding is just kind of the unknown you know the the unknown that, that we don't really totally know or understand it and i think a lot of cases are popping up and we'll probably see a lot more my guess would be they'd probably end up playing without a crowd, but I don't know. I'm certainly not in charge, uh, but that would be my guess. But it begs the question, as things are happening in the coming weeks, is that what they're going to do with March Madness? Will every team, will the conference or tournament go on, but will it go on without a crowd in any games, which will be very interesting and obviously something we haven't seen before. There have been talks about the Olympics. Right. You know, what will happen there, there this July in Tokyo, I don't see the Olympics getting canceled, but they could go on without spectators. We have some time, of course, between now and July, but leagues, the committees, I mean, they have to make decisions because, right. you know, yeah. so yeah, we'll see. Sorry, go ahead, Steph. And they're at, like, they're already saying that the media won't have access to the locker rooms and, you know, that's a pretty big, you know, change as it is. So you know, they're being very cautious as it is. So it's like only basically the players and um, essential employees of the teams will have access. So, you know, it's going to change the dynamic for a little bit. But, you know, taking those precautions are obviously necessary, you know, to in this environment. And just to clarify with the media, that's that's specifically at the moment, NBA, MLB, NHL and MLS. Uh, Mm Because we were talking about the Olympics. I don't want people to think we're making some big announcement. (laughs) Oh, no no worries. So it's it's those four, but it is a big deal. And so press conferences, they're having press conferences, but there has to be a six-foot barrier between the players and the media. So you can find some pictures on Twitter online of what press conferences look like. And it's just, it's different times. It's, It's new times, things we're not used to. And... We will see in the coming weeks really what happens. I think that March Madness is going to be the one that everyone, at least for me, that's the one I'm looking at really closely right now and following just because that's the biggest thing coming up. Yes, we have the NBA games that happen on a daily basis. Nothing has changed there so far. Opening days a few 
weeks away. To me, and I don't know, obviously we'll see what happens. I could see those not being canceled or at least or at least going on with crowds as planned because most of those crowds are local. Right. Whereas I think something with March Madness with the, all the with South by Southwest, the music festival in Austin that just got canceled, people with the Olympics, people are flying from all over. Right. So you're getting on planes and all of that. So you just don't know. I feel like, you know, people are local. So that may stop things from being canceled or being done, you know, with spectators as normal. But we'll see. With baseball, we're also outside. And apparently that does make a difference. Yeah. I so the NFL draft, though, I mean, that's April 23rd yeah. through the 25th. And I think they expected like 600,000 people. And of course, that's in Las Vegas. So, you know, people are going to be coming from all over. It's, it really has the, I mean, it, it plans uh, probably are still in place, but who knows what can be seen depending on how this thing turns. Yeah. It'll, it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks. And what I think what's interesting too, is as each individual, whether it be sport tournament, whatever, cancels plays without spectators it sends a it sets a precedent for the others so kind of we'll see if there's a bit of a snowball effect probably isn't the right term but right. how that affects everyone I mean, with the ivy league canceling that's a big deal so what does that you know do to these other conference championships do they say you know what if they're doing it we should probably do it too like out of an abundance of precaution or we play without spectators so lots to keep an eye on in the coming weeks and generally just a lot to keep an eye on with this. But let's reiterate, everybody, wash your hands. <laughs> Wipe things down. Use sanitizer, Lysol, Clorox, all of the things. There's no reason to be taking any chances here. So, you know, let's Get see. Sleep, take your vitamins. <laughs> Try to fight yes. it off as naturally as you can. But, yeah. Absolutely. It's really very scary. It's a scary situation for, of course, the elderly and the, you know. So, uh, you know, but. You know, that's a lot of people and that that's, it can affect a lot of, you know, things. So um, I hope that they get that under control soon. Scary. Yes, it is. It definitely is. It is definitely scary. So before we move on, we are going to take a moment and hear from our sponsor, Untuck It, and then we'll be right back. Ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. Untucked shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, their shirts are the perfect untucked length. With more than 50 fit combinations, Untucked shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Don't just take my word for it. Try Untucked for yourself. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot com and promo code BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. All right, so we talked about the NBA. We talked about right now it's business as usual. Everybody's playing. There was a big game the other night between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Los Angeles Lakers. And it was a big matchup matchup between Steph's favorite Giannis and LeBron James, <laughs> who is one of my favorites, of course. But a lot of talk. Who is the NBA MVP? I saw some people saying, well, LeBron proved the other night it's him. 
I don't know that everybody feels that way. I'm pretty sure you don't feel that way. But I would love to know your opinion. Who is the MVP and why? And do you think that's going to be a very close vote? You know, I don't think it should be a close vote. And I'll tell you why. Um, You know, in the very beginning of the 2019-2020 season, it was whether it was going to be Giannis or Kawhi. And then it changed to Giannis or Luka. And then it changed to Giannis and Harden. (laughs) And now it's Giannis and LeBron. So I feel like the clear MVP should be Giannis here because it's definitely the constant. He is definitely the constant in this. (laughs) So while I think um, LeBron, obviously, he's just, you know, a phenomenal player and he's a great leader for his team. And um, I just just think he's – Giannis is the MVP and what he's done for the Bucks and them. I mean, they're definitely just such a, a big team. They're the team to beat, in my opinion. Um, I, 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 you know, I know it was just one game, but, it, you know, he's he's just amazing. And for a big man and somebody of his speed, I just think he's definitely the MVP. But we'll see how it goes. Um, no shade to LeBron. He's awesome. Um, but I, I just don't think he deserves it this year. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> we are coming, we're coming down the stretch here. It's getting exciting. I think, I think, I know we've been talking about the NBA playoffs for a while. And I think I've mentioned this on the podcast multiple times. The NBA is just funny because the season's almost over, but it's also just beginning because right. the regular season ends and then we have a very long playoff run. And so we're seeing a lot of teams uh, emerge and kind of clutch players emerge to see who's doing what I need to ask you for my weekly update on the Philadelphia 76ers. Don't ask me why this has become like my, (laughs) my curiosity, but how are they going? And I really like in my, in my curiosity, I've really like been up on them. So you guys may or may not know this. I'm from LA. I am a Lakers fan. I'm also kind of a Clippers fan because I grew up on the Lakers as an adult. I've liked the Clippers too. It's kind of a long story. But so I'm always paying attention to what's going on with them and in the West, but I'm not always as up on the East. But I, for some reason, find the Philadelphia 76ers Sixers somewhat fascinating. And I know they've been without Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons on this road tour, uh, and they're not very good on the road. So <laughs> that's what I know. I haven't pe- kept up with how they've actually done stuff, how they've been doing. <laughs> you know, I haven't got to see every single game, obviously, because there's just too many. But um, I did see them play against the Warriors, which, you know, basically is the G League Warriors, uh, like right now. <laughs> um, and the Warriors came in and were able to handle the 76ers quite easily. So it was, okay. it was actually one of my – it was a fun game to watch because it was just all kids playing. And the, the Warriors are pretty torn up. I mean, they have like eight players right now that are healthy – so that rotation's pretty thin. Um, there's not that much they can do with eight players um, on the court. And, um, you know, Steph is back, but he wasn't back for the 76ers. So, um, you know, I feel like it's really going to all depend on the health if they get Embiid back and then also um, Simmons. So it's it, – it, it, I could go either way, but I, I really feel like the Bucks are going to take off with it. And if they don't really pull it together anytime soon – I, I I think they, you know, are in danger of a early elimination. I think you're probably right. I'll be okay, guys. Don't worry. I'll be fine. <laughs> I got both both those LA teams I talked about are probably going to go uh, pretty far. 
Uh, now I want to talk with you about something that you just brought up and I can't believe I hadn't brought it up earlier. Steph was back. Were you happy? Steph on Steph. Yes. Yes. I absolutely was very happy. Um, it was good to see him back and he was, you know, the same old Steph. I mean, as far as him being able to, you know, those threes and the step backs and, you know, and the game was one of the highest televised games and had the most viewers. The media was there with a frenzy, you know, to see Steph back. So, I mean, Steph does a lot for the NBA and, you know, in the, the basketball in general. So it was, I think it was really good to see, and, you know, all the players, even LeBron tweeting out, Donovan Mitchell's tweeting out that Steph is back. And, you know, and he, he looked like he didn't miss a beat. He did have uh, some sort of like flu virus or something like that. Um, you know, just so you know, they're obviously not making the playoffs. So, you know, they're not going to push him or his health in any way. But it was obviously fun to see him back. He's such a big part of Bay Area sports and the Warriors in general. Of course, like tonight, uh, the Warriors could officially be eliminated um, if they lose um, to the Knicks or if, let's see, if, uh, or sorry, they lose to LA, but or if the Knicks okay. win. But um, it's kind of interesting how it all works out. But it's pretty much they're staring elimination in the face right now. Yeah. Boston Celtics could clinch a playoff spot tonight. So there's, you know, it's going to start moving out where all these teams are going to start clinching or being eliminated. So that's kind of a fun time of year for me. And then that the regular season will end on April 15th. So that's tax season. So you'll know when it ends. <laughs> Yeah, you, no one will be able to miss that day. It's uh, get your taxes done and then pay attention to who's making the playoffs in the NBA. The two things coinciding perfectly. Uh, before we let you guys go, we want to talk a little bit about some NFL news. Again, the CBA, the Collective Bargaining Agreement. We've been discussing this for a while now, but we are getting close to really some sort of resolution on what is going to happen here. The vote has been extended to Saturday at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Players will have to vote on that. Uh, The franchise tag as a result of that was extended to 11.59 a.m. on Monday, March 16th, because what happens there can affect the franchise tag. So that's been extended there. Uh, If they do vote in favor of it and there's a 17th game, that most likely won't take place till 2021, but many of the other issues in the CBA could take place this season. Lots of uh, players outspoken against it. There's been a lot going on here. It will be interesting to see how it plays out. I don't really have a take on it except from what we've discussed before in that I don't think it's fair to add a 17th game for these players in this, in my opinion, without at least without adding an extra bye week, but I think generally I don't think it's fair to do that. But a uh, lot of issues at play here, and we'll kind of see how it all goes down. Yeah, you know, uh, I tend to be on more on the player side than I do, you know, the uh, owners. Yeah. But you know, it's, uh, but I mean, you you just wonder how it's going to go. I know that there are. I saw a couple of like videos from the fringe players who you know, want to get paid that extra money. And uh, while I am sympathetic to those fringe players, you know, it's got to be the right thing for all the players. So, um, you know, I see it being a little sticky and I'm, I'm just wondering like if there's actually going to be like a, um, a holdout this season, because it, 
you know, it's a big vote. So we'll see how it, how it all goes down. I kind of wonder if there's going to be another holdout this season, but I hope not. I, I want to see football like on pace and, and, and I don't want to miss anything. Sorry, there was some music in the background, but I think we got what you said there. Well, interestingly, Aaron Rodgers sat out the meetings um, and I, you know, a lot of players are not happy. So I hope, I hope not too. I hope that we don't see a holdout, but I can also understand from the player's perspective, if they feel like they're being treated unfairly and they're not, you know, getting what they deserve, I can see why they would do it. I mean, the thing with the league, that's so interesting at the end of the day, it's the players. They're the stars. They're the people that everybody goes to watch. And what we see in a holdout is if there's no players, there's no football. So these are people that should be taken care of. And for years, the NFL, the players have not be, have not been taken care of really in, in the same way they've been taken care of in other leagues. And this is a league that is much more dangerous, much more violent. Uh, so I don't blame them. So we'll see how this all plays out. But it's been a lot of discussion over the last several weeks. We'll see how the voting goes. And, and then we'll see the implications that it has, you know, going forward. Um, so curious to see how all of this plays out with the CBA. Lots going on right now in the world of sports, you guys. But um, obviously the coronavirus is the issue that is taking over kind of everything right now. And it has a huge effect on everything that's going on in, in our world. So we'll be keeping a close eye on that. Of course, it is time for Fangirl Says Who's Hot, Who's Not. And Steph, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? Um, let's see. I, I'm, um, I'm really thinking LeBron is hot right now. He, um, looks like he's making a case for the MVP race. Um, he's definitely my who's hot. He showed that, you know, he could pick up and, uh, put this team on his shoulders. And, um, I think that it's, uh, he's making a really good case for MVP, but I also think that the Lakers just in general are showing up when they need to show up. So He's definitely my who's hot. Um, ooh, as far as my who's not hot, um, I'm going to – that's kind of hard. I feel like – I feel – I don't know. Can I Can I bow out of this one? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We will allow, you've, you've come up with it every week that we've started this, so, yes, I'm going to let you bow out of this one. <laughs> Uh, you get a pass. Everybody gets a pass one, one week, time. every so often. You get a pass. You, you know what? Down the road, if you need another pass, this is, you know, I'm not super, you know, disciplinarian on the fangirl says who's hot, who's not. So I don't want to throw anybody under the bus until I've really like thought about it. <laughs> that's, totally, that's totally fair. Uh, my who's hot is actually, I'm going to say, you know, the Ivy League because, I, whatever the reasons are, I appreciate that they're putting health first and that they're concerned. So I'm going to give them a who's hot for that. I'm sure that was not the easiest decision to make. I understand that it's, you know, a different conference. This is not like the SEC deciding what they're going to do in college football in December, but I still, or November, I still think it's, it's a big move and I'm impressed they made it because I'm sure it was an easy one to make. So I'm going to give them a who's hot for that. And then my who's not is that new Rams logo that we see bopping around. <laughs> That's good one. That is really, really not hot. It is really unfortunate. And if it's not too late, but it probably is, 
they should really do something like that. It looks like they just took the Chargers logo and made it like they thought they'd combine them like a twofer. We're going to be in the same stadium. Let's have the same logo. It is just, it's not, it's not great. So that is the All I see with that logo is, you know, in something about Mary, um, the hair gel scene. That's what I see. That's all I see. Well, you know what? That's, Fair. You're probably not wrong. It's not a good logo. And no. the fact that that's what you see just further reiterates that it's not hot. No, yeah. It's very not hot. And it's really too bad because they're about to have probably the coolest stadium in the NFL. I know. The most incredible stadium in the NFL. And it's they're LA. in Los Angeles. Yes, it's in LA. Like, also, you're in LA. I mean, yeah. you can get a, a designer from anywhere, but they're in LA. Like, really? That's yeah. the best they could come up with? Really? And that no one looked at that? Nobody and was like, you guys, I just don't think this is it. I mean, maybe someone did and everybody else was like, you are wrong. This is amazing. <laughs> Turns out that person was right. But we'll see how that plays out. I'm sure they won't change it, but it is very not taught. So with that, my friends, we will talk to you next week. We'll have a lot more news, I'm sure, on coronavirus. We'll have a better idea of where the tournament stands where everybody stands on having spectators at these events and we'll just be keeping a close eye on it uh, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on itunes and leave a review we'd love to hear from you and don't forget to follow us on instagram at fangirl sports network and with that we'll talk to you guys next week bye everybody bye